0: three two one just think of what you can do how you can help somebody and don't think about the money don't think about how much money you can make off of it think about the people that you can help because i still have my pro bono clients holding me down as if we're back in june 2022 because they know like it before it was charges prices being charged it was like that my whole heart like a hundred percent
1: yeah, how are you doing today
0: hey guys how are you uh,
1: that's what they're doing right
0: now
1: like, oh, I'm, doing <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that we we're able to have this conversation and if you yes. are new to this i don't want to assume that you are not new <laughs> but if you are new we're going to start from the boots which is symbolic of the of the journey one takes to go where erica is yes. and then we're going to go all the way to the brain all right so with that being said Erica, let's start from the very beginning, because the beginning is a great place to start.
0: Yes, so the beginning, I would say, definitely was last summer, June of last year. And I had basically got some bad news that I was going to no longer be a part of the big tech company that I worked so hard to get into. And with that being said, it was a bummer. But before that happened... I posted about it and told everyone I'm joining this company. I'm so excited. And with all the congratulations, resumes started coming to my DM. How can I get my resume seen? What do I need on my resume? How can I be like you? What do you have on your resume? All these type of questions. So with those resumes coming in, I took a look at them, changed some summaries, told people to update their contact info added skills soft skills tech skills whatever they needed just to give them some information on how to better their resume and then as time went on I was like like people were like oh like that makes sense or I really like what you said here or someone referred me to you and I really need help with my resume so they just kept flowing in so when I got let go I was like wow like maybe I can make an impact to somebody like, clearly I've been doing something right, but I still didn't have like where I am now, obviously, set in mind, it was like like a hobby. So I was like, all right, I can see where my resume gets me and I know where it can get me, so let's see how I can help other people. So I started taking, since I had a lot of free time, I started taking people one-on-one sessions and just having like regular conversation with them, trying to get a feel for what they wanted to do, what their job search was looking like helping them network and while helping myself network and eventually people were like yo i want to pay you to do my resume so that didn't happen until about mid-august so from june to august i was just pro bono just helping people but when the resume started coming in i'm like all right starbucks gift card or Target gift card or amazon gift card whatever like i wasn't even tripping about the money because I really wanted to help people. So when people just started, what's your cash out, what's your Zelle, what's your Apple Pay? I really want to you know, have you like, sit down and really reword my resume and everything. I was like, maybe I can make this like a real deal. And I did get imposter syndrome then of do I really know what I'm talking about? Like, are they just saying this? But then I thought like, nobody said anything bad yet. And clearly I'm seeing that people are finding results in what I have to say and advice that I'm giving. So around August, I did my first webinar, so to speak, where I spoke to this group of people from Canada and from other states here and gave advice of where they should be at in their search, who they should network with, how they can build their brand and things like that. So that really, once I got that, it was like nonstop rolling. I was like, yeah, let's take this full-time, let's see. let's get some of those old clients to back me up so that I can bring in new clients. And now here we are as the resume Bay. Thanks to my girl Ty, she gave me this hashtag and we are sticking with it, I love it. I got some more merch coming cause I, as you see, I wear this sweatshirt a lot cause it holds my hashtag, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Really nothing to it, but integrity and building my brand and just working hard so I can help other people see the potential with themselves.
1: No, that's amazing because that's right. We need to see our potential. And sometimes mm-hmm. we need somebody to be the person that looks at us yeah. and could say, hey, I see this is inside of you. And they're like, wait, you see what inside of me? Is yeah. yeah, absolutely. So here's what I'm going to do, because sometimes we look at the professional and we say, wow, look how where they are. Mm-hmm. I want to peel back the onion, as I like to say. Let's take it back to not Erica re- Resume Bay. <laughs> Let's yeah. take it back to Erica Thomas, the elementary Erica Thomas, or even high school Erica Thomas. Can you tell us about where you grew up, your upbringing, things of that nature, and who how that formed you into you are today?
0: Yeah, so I'm originally from Philly, and <laughs> I when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a writer. And all through high school, I was in the newspaper committee. I wrote short stories. So writing has always been a part of who I was. Now, of course, when I was younger, I was like, I'm gonna be the best author. I'm gonna have tons of books. All that, of course, didn't happen, but I still kept it like too close to my heart of being able to write in some way, somehow. And now that I'm tying it into resumes, it makes sense. Okay, I can see where the two kind of are correlating because I love writing. But I am pretty much an introvert, honestly. I am very like chill, very low key. I'm a mom. I just turned 30. So a lot of new like waves of life hitting the 30 is definitely a new milestone for me. But I am happy like in this new realm of becoming who I am with my career field of choice and business owner and understanding the trials and errors with it and understanding too that I could, I should be proud of myself, so to speak, because I I do, the younger Erica definitely comes through. Are you sure you should do this? Or those days when I may not have a client for a week or so and I'm like, what should I be doing in this downtime? And I get intimidated, oh, maybe my time is up. So still learning and growing, of course, but nonetheless, I am very happy where I am. And a lot of growing and teaching has helped me grow and teach myself Of the advice that I've been giving people
1: yeah i I believe that too i think sometimes when we get to different positions in life and i'm Mm -hmm. speaking for myself i remember going into a job that i did have what it took to be there but sometimes that little ugly i won't even call him jimmy cricket but i would just say that little ugly imposter syndrome pokes his ugly head and Mm -hmm. says i don't know if you're good enough for this or whatever the case may be yes the same way you're able to look into people and see the good in them That's sometimes hard for us to do to ourselves. And sometimes my manager says this a lot. She's like, be kind to yourself. And I'm like.
0: Yes, I will take that. I will take that for sure to be kind to myself a lot more.
1: Yeah. And I'm actually speaking to not only you, Erica, but to the audience as well. I think like Mm -hmm. we all have that place of, am I supposed to be here?
0: Yes. And I'm like,
1: man, you are. And I (laughs) think that sometimes we forget. And again, we every people that are watching as well. Sometimes we forget that often reasons why we are in that interview. There's reasons Mm -hmm. why we're in the room that we're in. There's reasons why we have gotten to the C-suite. There's reasons why we are in different spheres of influence because we have what it takes to be there. And so I want to encourage you, if you're watching this and you're listening to Erica's story, realize that where you are is right where you're supposed to be. And Mm -hmm. if it's not where you're supposed to be, I encourage you to try to find an exit strategy. And what I mean by that is find a way to elevate and to levitate and to go to where you want to go. And if that is absolutely, and if that's in tech sales, if that's in digital marketing, if that's also in IT, I have a place for you called Course Careers. The description is below. Definitely check that out because it has changed a lot of people's lives, including my own. And this is not about me. Let's get back to Erica. (laughs) Erica. (laughs) When you talk about storytelling as a person that has been a poet myself back a long time ago, songwriter, poet, things of that mm-hmm. nature. I used to rap as well. Can you talk about how storytelling and the power of storytelling can be used in the application of resume writing?
0: Absolutely. Because storytelling with your resume is how the recruiters and hiring managers will see it from your point of view. And if you just... Go in there, plain Jane, where you're just saying review customers' inventory or answer 600 calls or supervise 10 people. is okay, and then what? Did your supervision help? Are taking 600 calls in a month? Is that a part of the metrics where you're overachieving, underachieving? Storytelling to the point where you're like, I was able to bring down the c- customer retention rate by 10% in the last year and a half, and then i will see. That you've been working there two years you're like wow like you're a top performer without having a second guess why you're a top performer because you're literally saying i've started this job let's say in 2021 is now 2023 your customer retention rate is down by 10 percent so they're seeing since you started you've been like nailing it ever since and that's somebody that they would want to have on their team versus just saying exceeding expectations like always give more than the bare minimum because you want to be able to showcase your skills you want them to not have to guess about who you are as a person like in especially in the interview you want it to be like butter like conversation and they're like Mm -hmm. they already know what they're getting themselves into so storytelling is definitely important
1: Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get for, through me, Joseph 50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph 50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's again tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link, and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? Smooth like butter. You want it to be <laughs> smooth like butter. I really like that. I think that is. A great, that's a, probably, I don't know if that's another t-shirt for you, but Smooth Like Butter <laughs> will be a great way for people to remember how to do it. We yes. had a guest, Ren, on the show and she actually did, like she just started a tech boot camp. She mm-hmm. was able to land a job with, I would consider a pretty big tech company because she was able to use storytelling to her mm-hmm. ability. Basically, the person that was writing the notes down, the hiring manager, the person that was interviewing her had to stop and listen in. Can you talk about some tips and tricks for people that are interviewing to get that person on the other side to stop what they're doing and to listen to them? What are some insights that you could provide for them?
0: I would say understanding one, who you are as a person. Picking, if you had to pick three top personality traits about yourself, making that your number one goal to say strong-minded, positive thinker, hard worker things that are going to showcase you in as such a light that they can't find it anywhere else even if it is something repetitive but and when they see you they're like wow if we don't offer this person a position then we may lose like a potential top employee so definitely focusing on what you can bring to the table in such a light that it's like impossible for them to turn you away.
1: Nice. We're nice, I think that's a great way to put it. I'm gonna pivot a little bit too. I'm gonna to talk about going back to the resume. Just let's, if we we're gonna just hit them with some one twos because they're like, hey, listen, Resume bay. I'm gonna be, mm-hmm. after this video, I'm gonna be hitting you up on LinkedIn because yes. my resume is a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> and I need Resume bay to put the thing clear and revitalize yes. my resume. If they wanted to just get some cliff notes before they come to you, of course, LinkedIn it will be below. What are some do's, like, major do's and don'ts when you're creating your resume?
0: Let's start with the don'ts because the don'ts are, they're just, they just need to be number one. So you never fall short with this, but don't put your address. Don't put the first person is in your summary of saying, I, 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 so don't copy the job descriptions. <laughs> from the job and just paste it as bulletin points for your work experience, because you can obviously tell that it's not personable, basically. Even if it is relevant to what you've done before, there's always ways to tweak it. And just don't use more pages than needed. If you are five years under, whether two jobs in five years, stick to one page. But if you're seven to 10 and up, two page and when it's when i say two pages two full pages don't just have a one full page and then like a run over like a cliffhanger where you're just like all right stop like you have two pages with two little extra bulletin points that's not needed for a second page really beef it up don't be afraid to beef it up and i show people all the time examples of what i mean by beefing up your resume and without having to have a book because beefing it up just means whether it's adding metrics whether it's adding cohesive bulletin points because some people that have four for one job six for another job two for another job like beefing it up so it's like cohesive it matches it's seamless and that what you're saying in those bulletin points is like none other because you're you're experiencing your job duties should be like nobody else you don't want to have a copy and paste type of resume you want to have a personalized resume with your name your work experience your certifications your education like your education is your education whatever you went to school for i can't say i went to school for that same exact thing so i can't put my name on your resume just like you can't put your name on mine and that's the way that you should think like whether it's tech sales i know that's like the hot shot right now tech sales and everybody wants to have that perfect tech sales resume but whether you're transitioning into it or been in it for a year, two years, five years, whatever, it still should be personalized to you and make sense for you because you're the one that's going to be in that interview. You don't want to have information from somebody else's resume that you just stole just to put on there just to get an interview. Because when it's time for you to do that job, you're going to be like, you can't merge as the other person. You know what I mean? So don't take the shortcut. Make it personable and take your time. Things I will say to do is... Definitely have a good solid summary, include your years of experience, add your skills of expertise, definitely add any relevant certifications, not anything that's not going to help you, relevant, and just be able to explain, have your bullet points explain what you did at the job, because a lot of people just put what the job what you're supposed to do versus what they actually did and how they made an impact with the company like i said just taking your time and just matching it so it's personable to you
1: nice nice so there's a lot of good nuggets in there and you're probably (laughs) listening to this conversation that we're having saying oh i think i got it if you (laughs) you feel like you don't got it that's okay go to resume bay yeah you see that i rhymed right there come Uh, to the community say that say that again
0: Come to the Bay community.
1: Come to the Bay community. Yes, come to San Francisco, come to the Bay. Come to the <laughs> but yeah, come to the Bay. Yeah, but no, honestly, I think it's really good. Now, let me backtrack because somebody's like, wait a second, I was told when I was in college to put my address on my resume. Can you talk a little bit about why you should not do that in more detail?
0: Yeah, obvious, for obvious reasons, just personal. You don't want to put yourself in danger. And number two, you don't want to put the prejudgment of you out there without anybody knowing you. It can be, what a lot of people fail to realize, we could always look up everybody's address or neighborhood or wherever they live at. And you never want the employer, even though it's not supposed to be happening, but you never want the employer to have the upper hand where they be like, they don't live in the best neighborhood, so let's pass on them. Or they, based on their neighborhood, they may not have a car. They may live in a metro area where buses and Ubers, and that's unreliable for them. Like, whether it's race, whether it's financial, whether it's just they just think you may be too chaotic to be too far for whatever. You just never want to put yourself out there in in a negative light. Like, you can't control Mm. what other people will think, but you can control it if you put yourself out there in that. Oh, let me put my
1: full address there. Hey family, it's Joseph here again. Now you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually wanna introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof, and that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to course careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and education in cybersecurity, and get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description. And use my promo code, Joseph10. That's right. Use my promo code, Joseph10, in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not going to delay you. Go click on the link. Check out the free introductory courses and change your life today. Mm, Conscious bias is real. Yes. Yes. Unconscious. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. Oh, man. Unfortunately. All right. So let's get some, let's get some, let's get deeper into this because we're touching on something right now.
0: Let's get, let's dive deep.
1: Ooh, as people of color, what are some landmines that we should avoid in completing our resume or even in the interview process from what you've, what you've gathered and learned over the years?
0: Some things that we should avoid is, One, we shouldn't, I know it's hard for a lot of people, but we shouldn't assume everybody is racist. Especially if we feel like the company, they may, when I say don't feel like everybody is racist is because I know a lot of people and companies are trying to get into the diversity aspect of things and inclusion and things like that, whether women, sexual orientation, all that. And they're trying to make everybody feel special at their company. So if that company does not have it, yeah, you could be that first person to advocate so instead of just putting them down or if you don't hear it in an interview or they didn't bring it up doesn't mean that necessarily they don't have it but they may not know they don't know where to start so definitely i would say as a people let's not put ourselves like in the box that they don't we feel like they don't include us when that could not be the case and even like women too i know there's a lot of like issues around that and i'm not the best person to talk to when it comes to diving deep in like politics and things like that because I'm just that's just not I'm just not knowledgeable yet of where left and right of that whole thing is but I would just say try not to get too hung up on things that can be changed I will always look at it as a more positive like I said if you don't know if they are advertising for or if they don't have a group and you say hey do you have a woman's only option or inclusion or whatever, whatever is interest of you, ask them, see where their head is. If they're somebody that obviously is, no, we don't want to have it. That's not what we're branding about. And they don't care, of course, to your discretion, you do what you do. But you could be that person that changes their mind. And, well, why don't we put you on board? Why don't you start a committee? Why don't you do this? Why don't you bring those ideas to the table and then go from there? Try to be like the changer, so to speak, instead of like the battle. So
1: combative with it. I totally agree. It's one thing when you come into the room and be like, oh, this is disgusting. Why is this way? Why is this that way? It's one thing when you come in with gloves, yeah. cleaning supplies, and you make the change.
0: Exactly.
1: Especially if you're in a startup. If you're in a mm-hmm. startup, then you're like, oh, let's talk about a promotion now. We don't want to lose you because we realize how valuable you are to our company. So and that's I- ooh, that's so true. Resume Bay. <laughs> let's talk about this. You turned what some may call tragedy into triumph, right? Yes. You had an unfortunate situation. You were, you know, what, what happened with big tech. You were able to turn that into a business, which side note, let's pause right now for everybody watching. <laughs> if you are in tech, I please, I encourage you find another source of income along with that, right? Mm-hmm. Take that money, get in tech, put it into something else, right? Because we want to we not only kind of lean upon our jobs, we want to develop, some sort of business side business, some sort of entrepreneurship thing there. Mm-hmm. Because hey, listen, you never know when your day could come when they'd be like, no, hey, no. exactly. There's no one you don't let the door hit you <laughs> with don't let the door hit you with the Lord split you. You, know, you never exactly, know.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Can you talk a little bit about those that are like I, I don't even know how I could create a side hustle right now in today's economy. I mean of course there's yeah. horses, Uber, there's other stuff. Can you talk to people about how they can leverage their tools and gifts like you did to create yeah. a, a business
0: yeah because that word, that is not for me <laughs> i did that probably like four years ago five years ago i was like this is, you racking the miles on my car no thank you it's not for me but outside of that if you even last year if you would have told me that honestly truthfully like i know people say it's all time, if you have told me a year ago that i'll be in the business i would not believe you I would not tell you that i would not believe you even I'm not even going to go as far as a year because we've been making this a thing like, and when I say we, like, I mean like my partner and I and my family of trying to make it like, what can I do to enhance clients and all that. But even outside of that, even, I would say during the Thanksgiving, I'm like, yo, I'm tripping. Like I need to get back in that nine to five field. That was drought season. I ain't gonna lie. That was drought season from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to Christmas. Pe- when the layoffs started happening and people were going like buku crazy like, oh, no, I need to find a job tomorrow. I'm not paying for no resume. I'm not paying for no cover letter. Mm. I'm not paying for nothing. It was drought season for sure. And me being a rookie is like, how can I blame them? How can I can't convince them? But then I was like doing sales so I could like still get more clientele and still try to be a people person. But that was like burning myself out. And then it was like a Mm. drought at the same time. So it was definitely chaotic. But I would say find whatever you're good at. Like me. Now, like, when you brought it to light about taking it back of what I used to do in school and stuff like that, like writing, obviously, like, now, like, it clicks for me. Like, all right, writing makes, it makes sense because I do resumes now. So whether, even though I thought years ago, I'll be doing books and writing short stories and things like that, wasn't my thing. But now I'm I'm still using my gift in resumes. So I would just say finding whatever you're good at. And even if you don't know what you're good at, because me, like, I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't draw. I can't do none of that. I used to play basketball in high school. I'm retired. Those skills that, you know, could have taken you to the moon, so to speak, if you don't know those ideal skills to say, I can definitely do this, just pick your brain. You really never know what you're good at until you do it. I would have never known that I was good at writing resumes and career coachings and things like that because it was never brought to my attention that I could do it. But I know that I like teaching people, I like helping people, and I like writing. And eventually, it turned into the resume workshop. So you just never know, just trial and error, trial and error. Unfortunately for me, I had no choice, honestly, because I wasn't just going to sit around and just wait for the money to come out the sky. And like I said, even during those drought seasons, it was hard, but we pushed through and now if there is a drought we're not like oh my god like what do we do now it's just like all right let's go hand. let's find something else like just turning that nothing into something like i have an ebook i didn't think that an ebook would matter because i'm like that's so oversaturated people they get ebooks all the time left and right but clearly i got two clients to buy an ebook and i'm happy i'm pretty sure they're happy they bought it they liked it so i was like all right let's do an ebook because Everybody isn't gonna necessarily need a resume. Some people just may need like a polish, you know, a refresher. Okay, what should I do now? Maybe they need a step-by-step guide. So just always have your wheels spinning. Do, I'm on TikTok and I do TikTok videos of like, all right, today you should think about optimizing your LinkedIn. Tomorrow it could be, let's DM a recruiter and see the response that we get. Just different things like that. So just think of what you can do, how you can help somebody. And don't think about the money don't think about how much money you can make off of it think about the people that you can help because i still have my pro bono clients holding me down as if we're back in june 2022 because they know like it before it was charges prices being charged it was like that my whole heart like 100 percent, and it still is but now they respect my craft they respect my business because they know I wasn't out the gate charging 200 plus for a resume with a cover letter and recruiter matching and things like that. It was like pro bono. So like now they can see the difference. Like, all right, I have a reason to pay for this because she's gradually now charging her prices and you're getting so much more and you're getting growth out of it too. Like, even if, even my friends who, they'll send me their resume that I did just to like, practice and do it i'll be looking at them like i did that I'm like that is like a girl let me do me let me just you with the 2023 resume day but yeah there's definitely trial and error see what you're good at see your skill set and just go over there just have fun now work isn't a chore it's fun
1: no that's so good i'm laughing at the fact that <laughs> listen good good for business i gotta update this for you
0: yes <laughs> Don't say Erica did this. This is June 2022, Erica. Okay.
1: You need version 2.0. You need 2.
0: Exactly.
1: You know what's amazing? It's I hear it all the time. The more people you are serving, the income will follow. You have, yes. to just, you have to just serve the people, right? Yes. With the best, with your heart. And so that's why I do these videos. That's why you do what you do, Erica. And yeah, listen to that. Go back and listen to what she just said. She said a whole bunch of great things right there that can mm-hmm. help you to set up a side business because on the side, you're serving people, right? And so that's something that definitely, definitely hone on to people because it's very important. Now we're yeah. going to transition to the brain. <laughs> and the main is symbolic of the, of where somebody, the mindset, someone needs to be Erica, Erica, yeah. the mogul, Erica, the mother, Erica, the partner, Erica, all that you encompass, right? Yes. What is a mindset someone needs to have to be you, to be with are to scale from there and go to bigger and greater things?
0: I would say, I'm not even gonna lie, me having the mindset comes from my support system because I would not be where I am without that. It's easy to try to give yourself credit without realizing the people around you who played a big part in your life, your downs, your outs, your cry days. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm doing days and I just wanna bang my head against the wall because I don't know what else to do. But I would just say staying focused, praying, being as faithful with yourself and in your religion and understanding where you you see yourself because your mind is literally all you have. And once you lose it, it's a wrap. So I haven't gotten there that there yet, but and I don't want to be. But just having that strong support system and finding the positive of why you are where you are in life, understanding if you did get a rejection and it was a company that you really wanted, understanding I did get to the third round, like that's better than the last job that I did. Just trying to find the positive. Now I know it's so hard and cliche to say, but that's really what helped me, like when during my drought season, and I was like thing like I ain't get a client in two three weeks what am I going to do but when I was backtracking and I was like going through my invoices I was like it's November I'm at client number 67 instead of just saying focusing on I haven't got a client in three weeks it was like from June to November we done worked with 67 clients that's major for a startup for independent black woman owned business. I'm a one man. There's no team. There's nobody here doing these.
1: Myself and I.
0: So just thinking of the positive, stay focused and understanding that you're going to come out on top. I know it's so cliche to say, but I have to tell myself, I have to remind myself every day. It's okay. You never know. Like the blessings literally come out of left field. Like you have no idea. You can't sit here and just wait. just wait for a blessing wait for a blessing wait for a blessing like they're gonna come when you least expect it and when you need it the most Mm -hmm. you may think you need it but god will be like you're all right i'm gonna pop up when you really least expect it and when you need it the most and i can attest to that so much even since january like Mm -hmm. so much because when i was down and out and i was like when especially just started the year i'm like christmas I was like, maybe let's just do this as a part-time thing. Maybe I do need to go back into the nine to five world and pick up where I left off. You know, who way want me? I just left this big tech company. I should be able to find a job tomorrow. But then I realized, is that really truly what I want? Mm. So it's like that outweighed, you know, what I wanted. And less than two weeks after that, maybe I'll give it like three, like right after my birthday, which is like the second week in January they just started flowing out of nowhere. Clients were coming in, and then I got connected with Shanae. And I was hesitant to reach out to Shanae because I was such a fan, still am a fan. And I was like, she ain't going to message me back. But she was following me. I had no idea she was watching me. She was keeping up with my work ethics and everything like that. We linked up on a DM. She called me. She gave me some positive feedback. Then we worked together. And from day one, when we clicked up and worked together, it was nonstop. When I say nonstop, and I'm not talking about just nonstop with, like, money. I'm talking about nonstop opportunities. Like, this right here. We, how the else did we meet? Shanae. Shanae. <laughs> <Like the goal. laughs> but when I say, like, endless opportunities, people come in my DMs, and they, they just have nothing but positive things to say thanking me for just conversation pieces i was like these to me i was just like thinking blessings is just like money like i just want to be making a hundred thousand dollars in a year versus having those referrals of clients saying like, i just got done watching your youtube video or, or i saw you on tiktok like i love that segment that you said or i love that linkedin post that you posted like those are the non-stop blessings that is going to hold weight for when you think is a drought time and when you don't have any clients or you're wondering what's your next move. Next day, there's a client. Next day, there's a purchase right there when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. You're putting in the work and you're not just doing it just to receive income. You're doing it to receive purpose and understanding and and helping people for sure.
1: I'm going to pass the collection plate around after that. <laughs> All right. Who wants to give to the ministry of, of Erica Resident Bay? Yes. Um, no, that was great. That was great. And I was gonna say shanae's a real one. She's always looking out for people, always trying to connect, yes. always trying to help. And yes. she's epitome of someone that serves and has that heart to serve. And so yes. man, yeah, sorry. This has been just yes. meat. meat. Meat and potatoes. Meat like and
0: potatoes. And I want to <laughs> give a shout out to my clients from Woo. June till even today, okay? I made a post earlier thanking my clients for holding me down. And I know every resume writer is different and I get it. People get scared. They don't want to reinvest. They did invest last yeah. year, a couple months ago, whatever. And they're like, but just know when you come to me, you get the real deal. And we're going to work hard and just know I'm a people's person. A hundred percent. I've been in this situation where all I wanted was somebody to help me. So never think that is always about money. I don't want people to get scared. Of, oh, I got to pay just to talk to this girl. Now, I'm definitely 100% people's person. I'm a girl's girl. And I just want to see people get to the other side because that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me happy. That's what keeps me like up at night on LinkedIn, even though I should be sleeping. I'm like, yay, like a client got a job offer. They got an interview because I'm a 1,000% in it. I know I don't ha- I have a- his hours in my bio, but my clients know they text me at 10 o'clock they're like hey girl like i got one thing can i just text you real quick i'm up i'm gonna text them if i'm awake early in the morning call me you know this phone is with me all the time this is my eight impossible real phone guys it's not a text-free app <laughs> it's a <laughs> real phone it's an iphone you can facetime me call me
1: but call me beat me if you want to reach me that's exactly. right
0: <laughs> but i just want people to understand like this this is like no other resume workshop. So just understand that you're here with the real deal. I got you. People know if I have a recruiter in mind that I can send you to, I'm definitely going to send them. And it may not even be a part of your process. You just may be coming to ask me some questions. And I'm like, oh, let's dive deeper into that. with your job search? Who have you been networking with? What's your feedback been on your resume? Because I don't want people to just get like the bare minimum. I want people to really like, dang, like she really helped me. Like to the T, like. If there was more time in the day, she would have helped me, like, hours on hours. But I do the best that I can with my support system and my networking system. And I just want people to just flourish. I want everybody to be making six figures and have a side business and work four hours of the day and still make a hundred k a year. But
1: come on now. But come on now. That's,
0: that's just my little side piece. I want people to just... Don't be... Don't feel like I'm like any other resume writer. And that's no shade at all. That's really no shade because I am my own person and I want people to really understand my brand that even if you did just pay for a resume, people know I'm not just going to let you walk away with just a resume. I'm going to give you the complete package, whether, like I said, recruiters, cover letter, interview prep, coaching, DM, messaging, whatever you need, job searching, whatever you need. I'm always going to go above and beyond for you.
1: And I could hear it. She's passionate. Trust me, y'all. Yes. I remember when I first interacted with her via messenger on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I invited her to interview because she named me the connection. And then she right afterwards, says, do you know if this place is opening because I yeah. need this client. She's always networking. She's always looking out for a client. So working. listen, she is like the lawyer that you want to have on tap. Yes. Reach out to her, go down <laughs> to the link in the bio. And listen, listen, she didn't say this. I'm going to say this because I could hear the passion in her voice. Not only do you go ahead and get the services that she is offering, but tip the lady, tip her, give her more. She said before, she got partners, she got kids. Tip the lady, come on, bless her, so into the future of tomorrow. All right. (laughs) You know, you want to do that. Erica, this has been a great conversation. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank Um,
0: you. I appreciate it so much.
1: Absolutely, and for everybody watching, thank you for watching. If this has yes. touched you in any way, you know what to do hit the comment section, blow up the comment section, let yes. Erica feel the love, like, of course, and if you want to subscribe, but definitely, yes. and until next time, family, I indeed hope to see you, you, and you on the other side. Take care now.
0: Bye.